Hi, and welcome to the Loan Officer Team Training Podcast. My name is Irene Duford, and I'm your host. And I'm so excited to have Ginger Bell today, the famous Ginger Bell on the podcast. (laughs) I, you know, Ginger Bell has become a really good friend of mine. Uh, We've known each other for years on social media, right? But just in the last five years or so, we've become really good friends. And I'm so excited to have you here today sharing your wisdom for loan officers. So welcome. Thank you, Irene. I am so excited to be here. You know, I love that you're doing a podcast because it's an opportunity for you to share your expertise and then also to have other people hop on and have that conversation. And And I love having a conversation with you because you're such a great educator and you do so much for our industry. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. But I'm glad you're here because we're going to have, we're going to get right into the meat today. But first... <laughs> Before we get into the meat, I would like to ask Ginger a couple of questions so that the listeners can understand your background, where you came from. And I love to hear success stories. And we don't start with success, right? We start with other things, with our growing up and how we got into business and things like that. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your background, Ginger, about share with the listeners how you got started getting involved in mortgages, you know, just take us back. (laughs) Thank you back a long, long time ago. I've been in the mortgage industry for 20 years. And before I got into the mortgage industry, the the last job I had, I was a corporate trainer for Dale Carnegie Training. I I mean, I've done a lot of different things in my career. I've um, been a corporate trainer for quite a while. My husband and I actually bought Subway franchises when we were first married. Awesome. I've been a franchise owner, but always an entrepreneur at heart. I I am a builder. I love building and I love education and I love marketing. And so tying all of those together, you know, the mortgage industry has given me the opportunity to really do that. And so I uh, got started in the industry. It's been 20 years plus. I had a friend. So probably like a lot of people get installed and involved in the mortgage industry. Somebody calls up and says, hey, you know, can you help out doing this? And that's what happened. A good friend of mine, Tom Tuff, he was an underwriting manager for a wholesale lender and needed some help in creating some proficiencies in marketing and training. And so I got started in wholesale and loved it, fell in love with the industry because there was so much to train on. And so I started developing courses around the loan product. So FHA, USDA, VA, you know, back then we were just getting into some of the non-prime loan programs. Uh So I worked for a non-prime lender for a while. And while I was there, developed a lot of continuing education classes for mortgage loan officers. I've always found that education is what always people need. Yes. Um, And in our industry, especially. And so I love doing education and what I was doing because there was so much to teach on. And I figured out how to do continuing education and get it approved in the States. And so I just started doing that. And I would be the one person that would show up the day before the conferences, because there was always CE day the day before, right? Uh-huh. Where we would teach uh, an eight-hour continuing education class or whatever it was. And so nobody else would show up that day and I would show up 
and people would have questions to ask. And so I got to meet a lot of people. And that's what I think the thing I found education. And when you combine that education and marketing, and that's my company, and that's why I called it that edgy marketing, mm-hmm. is it puts you at an advantage because then people are coming to you. So instead of you coming, going to them, then they come to you. And I'm actually in the process. I have another book that I'm publishing uh, soon within the next couple of weeks, and it's edgy marketing in the mortgage industry. Love it. And it goes through, and that's one of the things if, if, you know, you're a listener and you've ever gotten one of my books, I'm really big on not just telling you, Hey, you need to do this, but I'm going to show you how to do it. I'm going to give you the steps on how to do it. And that, in my opinion, is what being a teacher is, is yes. giving you the, the, the actual how-tos, not just the rhetoric as far as, hey, go out and do this. There's yeah. a lot of people that tell you that. And there's definitely a lot in the industry. It's like, hey, you know, it's like AI right now is really big, right? Yes. So it's like, hey, you need to use AI. Great. How? Exactly. Yes. And you have a course on AI. You have a whole thing on AI. Tell us about what about that. We use AI in our business a lot. You know, we have edgy marketing. We do video production, podcast production, book publication, marketing. I mean, the whole, I have some clients where we put together from beginning to end their entire marketing program and oversee it for them. And I've done that for a long, long time for a lot of clients. But we've used AI before ChatGPT came along. We've been using, there was a, uh, and still is, uh, software that's called Jasper. Mm-hmm. And Jasper integrated some of the the neural, the, the language modeling in their uh, content writing. And so we used it. So when Chat came along, we jumped right in and started using it because it, it streamlines so much of what we're doing and creating content. And what I found is a lot of people didn't know the depth of ChatGPT. And, you know, I think a lot of people hop in and maybe put a prompt in and say, hey, write a social media post for, you know, my FHA um, program. Mm-hmm. But the thing of it is with AI is, it will write in whatever narrative or voice that you want, but you have to tell it. Mm-hmm. And so the course I designed is not just an ordinary course that goes through, hey, you need to use chat GPT, but I teach you how to train chat GPT to write in your voice. So how to create a style guide that's in your voice. And I'm not talking a style guide as far as colors. I'm talking about a style guide in your voice because we have our own voice. Like, you know, and it's it's funny because you can hear certain, you can read what people post on social media and you can hear them say that. You know, Carl White is a great example of that. Yes. Carl and I have written several books together and I was talking to someone the other day, they were starting a podcast and I have a list of Carl's questions and he and I put our questions together and this person said, oh my gosh, I can totally hear Carl saying that. <laughs> and and that's the thing is we all speak in a certain voice. We have a certain tone that we use. We Some is formal, some is informal, whatever that is. You can teach ChatGPT how to write in your voice. I love that. You have to teach it. And so that's part of the course. 
prompting. You know, a lot of people will do a one shot or what we call a two shot prompt. So you put in the one, the first prompt, it's not what you get. So you try it again, Mm -hmm. but you can actually put in besides the one shot or the dual shot or the two shot, but you can put in, it's called a tree of thought. And so it's really different layers, different uh, layers of the prompt that you put in initially. Mm -hmm. And then it can generate multiple prompts. And so to give an example, we have set up our prompts where you have GPT. So ChatGPT created a section where they called GPTs. And I wish they would have come up with another name for it, but it's basically... (laughs) It's your GPT is is like a persona or a role, if you will. Mm-hmm. So you can have a GPT for doing social media. You can have a GPT for writing underlying, you know, underwriting guides. You can have a chat GPT for answering emails that are going to answer in a certain way. We have GPTs like I have a VA GPT. That's for the VA home loan. And I've uploaded the VA lender's handbook into this GPT. So it pulls information. It always pulls information from there. Like for our clients, we set up a GPT for each of our clients. And into it, we upload all of their licensing information, their websites, all of their social media URLs. We upload their style guide, so writing in their voice. We upload their NMLS number. And so everything is already loaded in the back end of this GPT. And then we load prompts in there that are specific to them. So all we have to do is hit one prompt. And honestly, with one prompt, it'll generate every single piece of marketing material you need for the week. And it includes your NMLS number. So you don't have to put anything in. It's just all in there. And that's the thing that people don't realize. The power of GPT is not in the prompting. The power in GPT comes in your customization Mm -hmm. of your GPT and how you use it. That's what's so cool. So the course teaches that. Yeah, that is so awesome. Now I have this book here, AI Prompting. And I know you wrote this book with uh, Chelsea and and Tony. That was the uh, one of the first, well, that I know of, one of the first ones that came out, but then you've got your course. Tell us what else you have in the form of AI, just just the AI yeah. stuff. AI. So I, I am so excited about everything that's happening with AI. I mean, first of all, to be able to live in a time of such a huge change that is happening, this will never happen again. Yes. You know what? We've been through a lot of changes in our life. I mean, I, I, I grew up with black and white TV. <laughs> Me too. (laughs) You had to turn the channel, you know, you had like six stations and that was it. And it went off at night where you would hear the national anthem, you know, and then it would or midnight or something like that. Whatever. None of us were ever up that late, but, and then you would have nothing except static. Yes. And then we'd come back on in the morning. I mean, grew up with that to where we have color TV and then, you know, we have cable TV and then, you know, we, I mean, everything from radio to what we've had with LPs, with cassettes. I mean, all of that. We've yes. And then the internet and then cell phones. And it's like, my gosh, what, what we have seen in our lifetime has been phenomenal. It has been. It's amazing. It's amazing. And so where we're at right now with AI is even more amazing because it's it's like electricity. It's like there's so many areas it's going to have an impact on our lives. And 
I mean, it's going to change. It's going to evolve. It's like so fast. And so I just, I'm so excited about everything that's happening right now. So what I've done is just said, okay, let's try and make this a little bit easier. I'm an organizer. I'm an educator. So I have the course. So we have the ChatGPT mastery course and it's written, I have a, a basic one that, you know, on, I, and I do have people outside the mortgage industry that take that. Mm-hmm. But then I wrote one that's for loan officers and um, real estate professionals. And so I specifically have content in there on how to use ChatGPT in your business, in your mortgage business, in your real estate business. So we have that. That is at AIMastery.com. And then I started getting a lot of um, emails and calls from people saying, hey, what does this? You know, hey, is there an AI that will take my video and turn it into a blog post? And is there an AI that will chop up my videos? And and the answer is yes. But I I mean, I can't keep responding to all of these <laughs> requests. So I created a dec- uh, directory, which is called AI Beehive. So it's AIBeehive.com. And it has a directory and we're constantly adding to it. We honestly now have companies that are finding the directory that are adding in their own AI technology, which is cool. So great. So we have the directory. So we have the course, which is the AI Mastery Center. And then we have the directory, which is AI Beehive. And then I just started a newsletter, which is called the Daily AI Buzz. So it goes along with the AI Beehive. And so it is a daily prompt. So every day we email out a prompt example that you can try. And then we make a recommendation, just, I mean, a suggestion. We're not, not all of these have we tried, but just different AI technology. So we have that. And then we have the AI Clubhouse. And so the AI Clubhouse is a Facebook group. We also have a a live streaming podcast we do. And then you have recordings and just having conversations about AI because that's really really where we're at. It's, it's, we're all learning. This is all yes. brand new. Yeah. Nobody knows this. Not yeah. even the people that create it know it. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? You know, at first I have to admit at first I was a little apprehensive about AI. I kept thinking, well, I don't want to put stuff in AI because then it'll be out there and then it's no longer proprietary and all this different kind of stuff. How did you get over thinking? Cause I'm sure there's people listening that have felt that way, whether they still yeah. do or not. But how did you get through that part, that kind of thinking? Or maybe you never had that kind of thinking. Yeah, here's the thing. I was actually, I was listening to a, a video on YouTube with Gary Vaynerchuk yesterday. And it was his first talk that he did in 2024. And he he was specifically talking about, he'd gotten an email from someone that had an idea he wanted to share with him. And the guy wanted him to sign an NDA. And Gary said he chuckled about it because he goes, there's not a lot of original. I mean, honestly, there's not a lot of original stuff out there. I mean, that's true. There's, it, it, I mean, AI is right. So, I mean, right. there probably is. I mean, if it's an original and you don't want somebody to know about it, then don't put it in there. I mean, it's like, exactly. <laughs> it's like, but out of the, otherwise, probably what you're talking about, somebody else has talked about, and somebody else has done it, and. So, you know, if if you have something that's a patent or something truly that you're working on that you think is proprietary, then don't put it in there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, yeah. you're not going to put non-public information in there. So you're not going to use it for anything that, you know, would be considered non-public information. But honestly, most of the things you're going to use it for is going to be marketing, mm-hmm. quite honestly, especially for ChatGPT. 
And so there's nothing wrong with using that. Yes, you're right. You know, it's scarcity mentality. I hate to say it, but yeah. it is, it's kind of a scarcity mentality backlog of, you know, when we have scarcity mentality, we don't realize it sometimes, but I catch myself with that kind of mentality once in a while. We yeah. try not to do it, right? But right. those old programs come back and you start to yeah. worry or get fearful. And, you know, it is and I don't like scarcity mentality, meaning when I say scarcity mentality, I mean thinking that there's fear that someone might take something or steal something or that type of thing. But I don't think we need to worry about that because you are right. And Gary is right. There's very few original ideas out there. Most of the time we're, we've learned something. So we take what we learn and we apply it, right? Let me tell you the, the number one thing, and you're 100% right, the number one thing I think that is <laughs> that is so prevalent and so strong is not taking action. And so you need to leave that, yeah, the, the, the scarcity mentality, the fear mentality, and move into the action and the accountability mentality. Yes. As when you're taking action on things, you're not worried about that. Oh my gosh, what is going to happen? It's like, if you just focus on you, just you, nobody but you, what makes you unique? What do you have to share? You know, what, what is it that you bring? Then it's not going to matter what anybody else thinks or does or anything else. You just focus, you just be the best you you can be. Absolutely. And that's it. And just focus on that and be accountable and responsible for it. So taking action is one of those things and and taking that responsibility to take action in our jobs, in our businesses, in our careers. And that's the one thing that I see a lot of people aren't doing is taking action. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of conversation about things that need to happen. Video, for example, great example. Yes. So how long have we known that we should probably be doing video on social media? Mm -hmm. a long time. This is yes. not anything new. I've been talking about it for a very long time. Everybody else has been talking about it for a very long time. It's not a new idea, but yet how many people do it and do it consistently? I can tell you the people that do are the ones that are having results. And I'll give you an example. So Danny Ruiz, Danny and I met three years ago. I was at a, I spoke at a Carl White event. She was in Salt Lake. And uh, Danny came up to me and he says, I want to do videos, but I want to do them in Spanish. And I said, that's perfect because I can tell you what, there are not a lot of people that do videos in Spanish. Mm -hmm. It's, it is the, the largest growing first time home buyer population. And it is the one that is the least served in terms of education. Yeah. And they're the ones that need the most education. Mm -hmm. And so Danny, Danny said, can, can you help me do my videos? And so we started doing videos three years ago mm -hmm. and did a YouTube channel. He then got into TikTok and started doing a lot of TikTok videos. And honestly, I wasn't sure the TikTok thing was going to take off because I'm <laughs> like, Ah, Danny, I don't know. It's a younger crowd. And this was, you know, several years ago. And he says, I just want to try it. I want to try it. So he tried it mm -hmm. and he he spent the time to play, you know, to play around with it, to figure it's like that, you know, I'm going to try this. Oh, that didn't work. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. And the problem is people give up. Yes. People give up. And it's like, guys, this is not a give up. This is not, this is not something videos and being involved in social media, whether it's on, you know, TikTok or Facebook. And honestly, in my opinion, if you're doing one, do them all. 
Yes. Because some, some, you know, Instagram has been a huge success, but Facebook, and this is one of the things Gary Vaynerchuk talked about, Facebook is a huge opportunity because a lot of people aren't on, on there creating content, but there are a lot of people on there. People are coming back to Facebook because Facebook has a lot of that interaction and community, which is why social media started in the first place. Exactly. It's social. It is social. Yes. And so, you know, it's like do do a lot of them. But Danny started doing that. He and I meet once a month and we record his videos for YouTube. He does a lot of his TikTok on his own, but mm-hmm. we do talk about topics and record his videos. He records them in Spanish, which I do not speak Spanish, so I do not understand a word he says. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It's okay because we edit them in Spanish and I have someone who does that for us. And then we put them on his YouTube. And I was talking to him. We were talking about education and I was asking him something about what kind of educational programs he was doing. And he's just focusing on consumer. And he told me, he says, Ginger, all of my business, whether it's from consumer or from realtors, comes from everything that I've been building in terms of video over the last three years. He had had a realtor who he had never talked to, but has been following him on his videos and called him with three referrals in one day. That is awesome. And he's never met him. Never met him. Made a phone call to him, never met him. But this guy has seen him and seen him and seen him and seen him to the point that he built trust. Yes. Trust to the point that he'd never had a conversation with Danny, but yet he was able to call Danny and give him not one, not two, but three referrals. That's amazing. And Danny had never met them. Yes. But yet people will say, oh, I don't know if it works. Oh, it's not working for me. I don't know if I'm getting any business off of it. You are getting business off it. If you're doing it consistently, you're getting business off. And I know because, in fact, I just had a phone call from someone yesterday who called and said, hey, we want to hire you to do training and then the some video production for all of our loan officers. And- I didn't know who this person was, but he's been following me. He sees me. He sees what I've been doing. And so that's what it does. But it's a matter of being consistent with it. Yes. And finding your voice. And it's not about doing TikTok dances. I mean, it's not about, you don't have to follow the trends, but you do have to educate. And so it's a matter of, it's selling the problems you solve, not the services that you sell. And that's the biggest difference that people miss. And so many times I've had a conversation with someone the other day. It's like, Ginger, I'm not good at selling myself. Then educate. Yes. I'm not good at selling myself either. No, not too many people are good at selling themselves. Right. But you can educate. Yes. And you believe it when you're educating. You believe in yourself because you know you're educating people and helping them. Yeah. That. That's the difference. Yeah. And that's why I call it edgy marketing because it's educational marketing and it's the strongest, most powerful, best thing you can do in your business. Yes, I agree. I think it's it, it brings results that you can't get any other way. Yeah. You th- if you do both, right? You make phone calls, you meet with agents, you meet yeah. with referral partners, you write handwritten notes, you call your current clients, your past clients, you call your pre-approved and looking, you do all of that and 
the yeah. videos and it's just another spoke. Yeah. Yes. It's just another spoke. It's another way for you to do that. So it all goes together. Yeah. And that's the thing when you think about it, it's making the phone calls, doing the outreach, following a plan, right? Yes. So that's the, the main thing is following a plan. And then doing the videos, doing the, the handwritten notes, doing all those things together, sending the email. How many people? I mean, nobody sends emails consistently. Right. I mean, I just, we have a new client. We're helping them put together their whole campaign for marketing. And one is, is email. I always make my clients do an email newsletter. Mm -hmm. And so we take the videos, we put it into the newsletter, take the programs, put it into the newsletter. We just uploaded, he has, and he didn't even know he has all of these lists that he gets from these different events. So we cleaned up his list, we uploaded them, and he has 10,000 contacts in his list. Wow. That's just on the realtor side. We haven't even gone through his his past database. That's amazing. So that's a gold mine. Yes. I mean, that is an absolute gold mine. So then you think, okay, you've got this. Don't sell, educate. Yes. So it's putting together, it's like, okay, what's the first program? They have a program. He does a lot around foreign nationals. And so we have two programs we're going to focus on. And one's going to be foreign nationals. And one is another, which is a big, which is doctor's programs. Uh-huh. And so then you start creating that, do an educational video. And then send that out to your newsletter and then post it onto your social media and then maybe do a workshop on it. We've gotten into writing books. So it's like, you know, do a book on it. One of the best things I ever did in my career was to co-author a book with Brian Tracy. Mm -hmm. That catapulted me into everything that I've done. So writing a book is another thing, but it's putting all of those things together. That's what makes it work. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Are you holding off on training your loan partners, your loan assistants, your team members and support staff on how to wow your clients? Are they getting that kind of training from you? You probably plan on training them if you get a few extra hours, but when does that happen realistically? And meanwhile, your team is doing the best they can with the information that they have. But you know, this kind of training really doesn't exist anywhere else. When you do the training, that means you're not as responsive as you want to be with your clients and you're not hitting your closing and income goals as a loan officer. So how much is it costing you to not have a team that's properly trained how to wow clients and referral partners so that they only want to work with you because of the great experience that they're getting? We teach them how to use efficient step-by-step processes and systems that work how to follow up so nothing falls through the cracks and loans close on time and even early, how to build wonderful relationships with clients, how to wow people so they go, man, that was an amazing experience. The members of his or her team are amazing. They're so on it. How to use scripts and dialogues for winning clients, setting expectations and communicating with clients so that you can prevent problems down the road how to handle difficult clients, how to make clients feel appreciated and valued, and how to handle and overcome objections. It might be time to ask for some help. That's why we're here. Loan Team Training has our next live WOW training coming up 
We train your team for you so you can focus on closing loans. Check it out at loanteamtraining.com for our next class and see how many five-star reviews we have from past WOW training participants and their loan officers who sent them at loanteamtrainingreviews.com. Remember, it's an interactive virtual training with live trainers, and we train any of your support staff that is communicating with clients and referral partners. Our sessions are 9 to 11.30 Pacific time. Check us out and sign your loan partner or team member up at loanteamtraining.com. So there, that is your biggest piece of advice for loan officers. That was going to be my next question is what's your biggest piece of advice? So uh, reiterate what you just said. What is your biggest piece of advice for loan officers right now? So I think have a plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, what that plan is. So the first, the first thing is identify, you know, who are you? And I always say when you're creating your content, whether it's a video, whether it's a blog post, whether it's a newsletter, is answer these three questions. What problems do you solve? You know, what questions do you answer? And what products and services do you provide? And then when you do that, then you can create an entire educational plan. So to have it a, a very strong, robust marketing plan and begins with the base of, you know, identifying who are your customers. We have really two focused customers in our business, and that's our referral partners and consumers. Yes. And So those are the two things. Those are your two marketing opportunities. Mm -hmm. And then you start, okay, what am I going to do as far as creating that plan? What we do, and I do this in ChatGPT, and I have an entire prompt. It's in my ChatGPT mastery course for real estate and loan officers. And it is a prompt. It's a weekly prompt. And it says, create my marketing for the week. It begins with video scripts. And then it goes into from the video scripts, then you write the YouTube descriptions because you're going to put that video onto YouTube. Mm -hmm. And then from there, and we do three videos, I recommend three videos per week. So one long, two short. So one video that's over two minutes, two videos that are under two minutes. Mm -hmm. Those are your reels. Those are your Instas. Those are those kind of things. Yeah. So one prompt creates the scripts. And if you don't want to read a script, it'll give you at least a format. And then the YouTube description, and then the social media posts, the newsletter, and the blog. And so hitting on all of those things, what we do is you put one prompt in, and the prompt is set up that it says, I will give you the topic for this week, and then I want you to go and create all this content. So you put the prompt in, and then you put in one topic. So let's say we're going to talk to first-time homebuyers about how much money they need for a down payment. Mm-hmm. You put the topic in, ChatGPT immediately starts producing all the content. So because I have this prompt set up, it's going to put the video scripts and then from the video scripts and it's going to put the YouTube description. So all you have to do is record three videos. That's one long, two short, and then all the rest is put together. Mm-hmm. So it's having a plan and then implementing the plan consistently. Mm -hmm. Same way every time, right? Consistently. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes if it's something's not working, you can tweak it a little bit, but you have to give it time. So many people, you know, they get started on something and they they don't do it consistently. And video is a big one for that. Yes. And and then if they only do it for a while, so I do it for three months, like it's not working. It's like, it does work. 
It that does. you have to work. <laughs> yes, yes. And when I, I say that's part of it, when I say same way every time, I mean the process is the yes. same way. You follow yeah. the plan all the time. That's yeah. what I meant by same way every and time. And then you can add to it. And so you can add to it. And then the other thing is outsource. You know, yes. so many people say, oh, I can't afford to do that. It's like, yes, you can. I mean, it's like you, you spend money on, on silly things all the time. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> when was the last time you went to Starbucks? You know, uh -huh. when was the last time you ordered from Uber Eats? When was the last time it's like, yes, you can. And it's an investment in you. It's an investment in your business. Yes. And so it's a matter of taking and making that investment work for you. And that's really what it is. So if you're, if you don't have the skill set to do it and you, you feel like you want to do it, then learn how to do it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't want to learn how to do it, then outsource it. Don't say, I'm not going to do this. Just outsource it and get it done. And that's the main thing. Yeah. You know, I learned from a mentor a long time ago. Haven't always been great at it myself because I'm going to just be transparent here because everyone makes mistakes, right? But one of the things I learned is that when times are tough, whether they're tough or not, if you're going to cut, cut from your personal expenses, not your business expenses that are bringing money in the door. Yeah. Yeah. So like you said, Starbucks, Uber Eats, you know, things that we don't have to have, yeah. that's where we cut instead of cutting from our business expenses because the business expenses are feeding the golden goose. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I, I had a client who had gotten started with the podcast. We did a book for him, put his book on Amazon. He became a bestseller and he didn't do the follow-up on it that he should have as far as promoting it. And then he said, oh, I need to stop. I just don't have the money to continue to do the podcast and everything right now. And so he stopped doing it. But what's funny is he didn't stop spending money on things. And I know that because I, had, I, I helped him to put his information onto Amazon. And so it's like the, the silly things I know he was still getting. It's like, you know what? That was the wrong, the wrong thing to do because... If you invest in yourself and your business, you will continue to earn money there. Yes. And so when you're making those purchases, and I always think about this, it's like, if I'm making this purchase, is it going to, what is it going to do for me? Mm -hmm. Is it going to allow me to make more money? You know, it's like be, getting coaches, coaches yes. and coaches, because that's going to help you to learn to be better. Mm -hmm. Coaching, outsourcing, all of those things. Make those the priority. Yes. Yes. You know, joining the gym. It's joining the gym. Great. Yes, absolutely. But maybe instead of joining the gym, maybe you work out at home and go for a walk. Uh-huh. You know, those are things that to think about. Okay, maybe I'm going to cut this. Yes. And so, you know, promoting anything you can do to promote yourself, promote your business is where you want to put your focus on. Yes. And outsourcing is good. And that's what we do yeah. in the training company is... In loan team training, we have people outsource their training to us so that yeah. they don't have to spend their time doing it and they can go get more business right. and bring it in. And their people, their trained, their trained team after they leave our courses are bringing them more money in the door. And, and it's a win-win for everybody because then yeah. they have job security as well. Yeah. Well, and that's another thing. And, you know, everything that you do at loan team training is what everyone 
And honestly, I, I don't care what the position is that you hire. I think everyone should go through your training because you teach so much, not just about the industry, but about setting up those systems and those best practices. Mm-hmm. And you think about being a business owner, that's that's the hardest thing as a business owner is to train your team. Yes. Because it's taking that time away. So if you are investing in yourself and your team, then make sure they're trained the right way. And if you're not going to train them, then yes, absolutely. And honestly, I think even if you are going to train them, you're going to be fragmented. So it's like, (laughs) you know, send them to Irene. Well, that was the thing when we did Dale Carnegie too. It's like a lot of what we did in Dale Carnegie was being able to to work on some of those skills mm-hmm. and to enhance those. And that's what you do is you help to, to build and enhance those skills. So yeah. even if it's somebody that may have been around the industry for a little bit, having that knowledge and that expertise from somebody else is is so, so important. Well, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate your confidence in us. And we are passionate about training. I just love doing it. And it's so fun. And they're live classes and we get to be on video and talk to people and hear their experiences and share with each other. It's really fun. I really enjoy it. One of the things that I love about you, Ginger, that I've loved from the minute I met you in person, because like I said, we were friends on social media for a long time. But what I've loved about you and I still do and I see it every time I talk to you is that you're always giving value to people. And that's such a buzzword, right? Giving value. But what you're doing is you are always educating people. You can't even help yourself. Like every (laughs) time we talk, you give me one little piece of something new or something you just learned or a story you just heard about or, but, but you do it in a way that is so easy to understand. That's what I love about your courses and your books and your video and the way you line things out, uh, map things out for people is it's so easy to do because it's so organized. Like you said, you're an organizer and you are, and you have the experience to put it all together so quickly for people. And, and you don't, you never ask for anything, no matter what you're always giving And to me, that's the kind of person that I want to work with is people that are always giving because that's the way I am. I always want to be giving as well. Yeah. So uh, that's what I love about you. You don't have any scarcity mentality. You're open. You're honest. You give tools out to people for free and you're always giving to people and educating people. And that's one of the things I love about you. So I'm so glad that you're here today talking about all of this. Because people need to hear about what you do. Sometimes, I think the other day, I think it was you that said to me, Irene, you're like- The best kept secret. Yes, yes, that's what you said. And I said, I don't want to be the secret anymore. I want to be out there letting people know what we do because they need it. They do. And you know, it's one of those things, and you and I talked about this too, and, and I feel passionately about this. That's why, so my new book that's coming out, it's edgy marketing in the mortgage industry. And this oh, is that's going to be copy. so good. Um, but it is, it's a step-by-step. So to your point, as far as being, you know, the teacher, I mean, it's actually has spots in here to fill it out, but I'm on a mission and you're on that same mission. So we're on a mission together. And that mission is to make a difference in our industry to educate more consumers. Yes. So that begins with having well-trained staff. It does. It begins with 
you know, as an originator saying, hey, I need to edge, I need to be better about educating consumers mm-hmm. and answering their questions. And, you know, they they have a ton of questions. If we want to help the next generation, our job, our number one job in this industry is to educate the next generation. Yes. And what that looks like. So there is a past client of mine, Jordan Nutter. I love her tagline. It's another home loan. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and I remember when she came up with that, I was actually filming her for a client that she happened to be with at the time. And she came up with that term. She was just new to the industry. I think she'd only been in for about six months. And so we were doing a, a, a video with her and her division manager, and she came up with that. But she stuck with doing videos and educating, and she is the same mindset of, of making a difference. She's a brand new mom. I think Jordan may be 25, 26, maybe a little bit older, not much, Uh but she, they just, they got an RV, they rented out their house and they're spending a year. So her, her husband, her baby daughter and two dogs, and they're starting in California. They wrapped their, their RV and their goal is educating across America to be able to build home ownership. I love that. That is passion. That is commitment. And I am so proud of this girl for doing this. You know, she just got started doing that. There's a lot in this generation that is coming up that are committed to educating because they know how important it is. Yes. And so we need to find out what can we do to support them. And part of that supporting is us educating them as well. So like what you're doing is bringing them up. And I think that's, they're they're eager, they're interested. And so it's our job is to be able to, to be able to, to lay the foundation and answering some of those questions through education. Yes. Thank you so much for being here today, Ginger. Thank you. I think, I think anybody listening to this has gotten some really good tips and tools and things that they could use. And we're going to put in the show notes, all the resources that you talked about and things that you do. But my my last bit that I want to say here is what I've noticed about working with Ginger is that she not only has all these laid out plans and tools and resources, and it's all done for you and or she can do it if you want. Her company can do it for you. So you have either or. But the good thing about it is that you always end up getting ideas. So not only do you have everything mapped out about what you can do as a resource, but if someone comes to you with an idea, you always say, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Let's make that happen. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> Let's figure it out and make that happen. And then pretty soon you have another thing that you can do. And not very many people do that. Some people have their plan and that's all they offer. And there's not a whole lot extra, but I love the fact that people come to you with an idea and say, what do you think? Or I have this thought that I'm thinking about, and then you come up and help them with another idea. And then that turns into something really big for them. So that's one of the things I love about you. And I just want people to know that there's a lot of people listening that already know you because you're famous in the mortgage industry. There's some people that may not know you yet. And I want them to know that about you. So if you have an idea, go to Ginger and she'll help you figure it out as well as all of the other resources that she has. So thank you again for being here, my friend. And I'm just so appreciative of our friendship and for all the things that I learned from you. Every time I talk to you, I learn something new. 
So thank you. And thanks for all you're doing. Thank you. So everybody have a great day and enjoy every minute of it. Thank you for joining us today on the Loan Officer Team Training Podcast with Ginger Bell. We appreciate you being here. And if you got any value out of this, which I know you must have because Ginger is amazing, would you please share it with other loan officers and other business owners that you know? That would mean the world to me. I would really appreciate it. So have an enjoyable day. Thank you.